Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, Mama Girls. Welcome back. My name is Camo, and you're listening to Unfazed and Unbothered, the podcast where we rant, rave, and ramble about any and everything. So buckle up, because you're stuck with me for another year. Yeah. If this is your first time tuning in, make sure you hit subscribe and turn on those notifications. You don't want to miss out on the chaos, the drama, the tea, the juice. Yeah. Um, my name is Camo. I already said that. Bitch. Take your meds. Maybe that would help. (laughs) It's only been a few weeks since season one was wrapped up, but it feels like a lifetime. I have been all over the place, soul searching, if you will, these past few weeks. Yeah. Um, It's been eventful, but I want to, before we really jump into this episode, I want to say thank you to Studio 71 for renewing a bitch's contract. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to the sponsors as well for paying my bills. (laughs) Love you girls. And I'm, I want to address the elephant in the room. Tasia is no longer a part of the show. There's no tea and there is no drama between me and my sister. We're still tighter than my pussy always and forever. That's my bestie, okay? So there's no drama. There's no tea. A lot of girls have been asking, where is Tasia? Why is Tasia not here? Is she going to be a part of the show? No, she's not. And that's okay. I appreciate her for taking on season one with me, taking the internet by storm, if you will. We had a lot of success together, and we started out very strong. And you girls got to know a lot about us, maybe a little too much. We overshared a bit, I'm sure, but... Um, it, it was an experience. It was definitely a learning experience for the both of us. And it is what it, it is. What it is. I'm, I'm excited to start season two now as a solo podcaster. I will have guests, so not every episode is going to be solo. I'm lining some things up with um, other people, other creators, other artists. 
So stay tuned for those episodes to come. But um, just going to, you know, update the girls on the past few weeks. I have been pretty much a recluse. I've not been hanging out with any friends. I've barely been picking up phone calls. I have spent more time at the house and with my family, my siblings, which by the way, I just want to give a little moment of appreciation, if you will, a little shout out to my siblings. Um, I love you, Jasmine. I love you, Tay-Tay. The new photo, my sister took that, slayed it. She fucking slayed it. So a few weeks ago, I had booked this studio that was way overpriced, way overpriced. But um, I, I wanted to do a little photo shoot and I needed to get a new podcast photo. Um, I, my sister is getting into photography. She's got a really nice camera. And so I wanted to include her in my endeavors. So she came along and she endured a lot. Uh, I'm so sorry, Jazz. So we get there. I was booked from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Something happened with scheduling. I ended up being like 20 minutes late and I was like, fuck, I'm burning into my time. I don't even have makeup on. I have got several outfits to change in and out of. So I'm like calling this woman. I, I finally get there. I'm late and I can't get in for like 15 minutes. Nobody's answering. It looks vacant and dark. Finally, I get a hold of the girl and she's like, oh, shit. My um, assistant has you down for coming in at 1 p.m. So anyways, long story short, I ended up getting an extension of two extra hours. So I was there for four hours. So we were there for a long time, way longer than we expected. We were starving. It was hot as fuck. But my sister, she slayed the girls with this new photo. I'm loving it. And I hope you girls are liking it too. Um, but... We go back to the parking lot to leave after a long day of hard work, hard fucking work. It felt like, yeah, just strutting, strutting, trotting around in these hills. It, it, it was a chore. It was work. Okay. I was sweating and I was over it and she was too. I could tell she was starving, but we get to my car and it, it breaks down. Yeah. My um, battery had died and my alternator had went bad. Luckily, my brother works on cars, so me and my sister, we Ubered back to my house that night, and the next morning, my brother came and picked us up, and we went and got a new alternator, and he fixed my car. So it was like a two-day event with my siblings, and I just really appreciate them and love them and just wanted to give them a little shout-out because y'all are the best, so... Thank you, Tay-Tay, for being Tay-Tay. And thank you, Jazzy, for, you know, slaying this new photo. I love you. Um, yeah, but I've not been hanging out with people. Like I said, I have been a bit of a recluse. I think I'm losing my mind. Yeah, I think I'm losing my mind a little bit. And I, I had already, that, that says a lot because, I, you know, I was already kind of lost my mind. Um, but now I'm just here by myself with my thoughts. And I... Yeah, it's not been eventful. Okay, T, T, period. Um, I've got some notes. I was not the best about being organized in season one, so I'm trying to work on that for season two. You, you girls deserve it. I, um, let's see, what else? What else has been going on? So the new cover, boom, 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 boom. My car broke down, boom, 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 boom. I have been spending time with my, a little more time with my great grandmother. She is not doing so hot. She unfortunately has cancer. 
And it's it's been uh, challenging, and it's 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 hard to go through this again because you know a lot of you know I lost my mother to cancer a few years back, and that is still traumatizing me still to this day. Actively, it is still a hurdle that I'm trying to heal from and get over. I don't think I'll ever be over it, of course, but um, it still actively affects me still to this day. So to have to go through this again with my grandmother, who essentially raised me half of my childhood, um, hands down the most positive influence in my life, one of the most impactful uh, people in my life. She's taught me so many valuable life lessons, so many core values that I hold true to my heart still to this day. She was such an entrepreneur and she's a true rags to riches story. And, um, you know, she, she, she grew up in the depression. She was, she was poor, like, didn't even have shoes walking to school in the fucking winter. And she built a life with my great-grandfather, rest in peace, his soul. Um, they, they, they lived a beautiful life together, and they had a house and a family, and they really were self-sufficient. And my, my grandmother, she used to wheel and deal um, with, like, antiques, and uh, she she just did what she had to do to make money. And she, she was living good and cute and gorgeous, and she had a lot. She accumulated a lot in her lifetime, and, you know, anyways, it's it's been really hard. I, I've not – I'm going to be honest. I've not been the best about showing up. I get scared that I'm going to pass on some type of sickness to her. I, I hang around people, even though I've not been hanging out with people recently, but, you know, I, I go out in public quite a bit, and – I don't know that. And plus it just, it's really hard to see that again. And like, I've been struggling with that. Not going to lie, but, um, I'm trying to be there for her more and be there for my family and be more active in my family's life right now, instead of just wasting time with friends, like going to bars and going out shopping, spending money frivolously, and just not being productive or feeding my soul, you know? And I had to kind of nip that in the bud. I've not been hanging out with anybody. And I know a lot of my friends are like, do you even fuck with me anymore? Like, do you even like me? Like, I've, like I said, I've barely even been answering my phone. Like, I'm really in this, I'm, I'm like in my cocoon right now, you know? Um, a lot of people have been asking how I'm doing with my diet, my weight. I am fluctuating between 80 and 85 pounds down. Um, I've not been the best about my with with my diet or the gym. I'm going to be honest. I I've I've done okay. I've done good enough to just stick in these parameters, but I really need to put my whole pussy back into it because I'm not to the finish line. I'm not where I want to be. I do want to be a, like I, I'm a I'm a way different person now than I am when I started season one, and I'm excited to look back on that metamorphosis. But it excites me to know that if I can transform so much in such a short amount of time, there's only so much more I can do in the next few months. So, um, all is good. I'm gonna get back, you know 
nitty gritty with my diet and going to the gym every single day. But I've, I've been taking a break. I, I kind of had an issue with my blood pressure um, for a few weeks and it was stressing me out. I don't know if that was just stress in general or what it was because I don't, I don't really eat sodium, high sodium foods. Uh, maybe it was the stress on my body from losing so much weight so quickly and I was starting to like, my hair was kind of starting to shed. I was having a lot of issues that I wasn't really talking about, but I was also just very excited that I was getting skinny and feeling cute and gorgeous. So, um, yeah, but totally random, not random. I went to the doctor a few weeks, well, I think I had, yeah, I had already went before season one ended. I got prescribed medication for my ADHD. I've been taking that, but, um, I had been having an issue I get a lot of questions about fillers and would I recommend them? Would I get them again? And right now, I'm going to be honest. I don't know. I don't know if I will get fillers again. I definitely loved fillers, and I still would love to get them if I can get a grip on this problem I'm having. But anyways, so when I went and got um, diagnosed with ADHD, I also had mentioned how at random times at that period of time, my fillers in different spots would puff up and swell. And it would be like one day I would have my eye swollen and the next day it would be one of my lips. And it was just weird. I, I didn't, I, I didn't know what to make of it. I, and I, I couldn't really find a lot of information online. Um, but I went to the doctor, they did some blood work on me and my white blood cell count was a little high. It was a little elevated, which means my body was, you know, fighting something off. So anyways, I'm digging deeper and deeper and deeper in the internet. And the only conclusion I can come up with is that I have some type of virus, an influenza type virus, but like that extended to also HIV. And so I'm a hypochondriac and I had not been tested for, you know, STDs in a while. So um, when I saw that high white blood cell count plus my fillers swelling up, and at the time I was not sick, I didn't really feel like I had a cold or anything, I felt normal, my brain immediately went to, okay, bitch, you have an STD or, an, or HIV. And I was, um, I was spiraling. I, I was spiraling, I'm not going to lie. So I went to the doctor again, um, and I just got the paperwork back the other day, and I have no STDs, so that's cute and gorgeous, which is very beautiful to me. I am approaching 28 years of life, and I have fortunately never caught an STD as sexually active as I've been in the past. Now, I'm, I've always been a very um, precautious person, especially, especially, especially after 2018. I like really, I had like a little scare, and I became extremely cautious. So I'm not really surprised, but like. I'm very grateful. And it, 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 I'm just like in this Virgin Mary state where um, I'm not really beeping and bopping except with one person. So, yeah. But um, very glad I don't have an STD. But that just confuses me even more because my fillers, I was, take your medication, bitch. Take your fucking medication, bitch. My fillers have been swelling up again, right? And so yesterday my cheek was so fucking swollen. I, it was not cute and gorgeous. And now my eye is swollen. It, it's went down since this morning, but this morning, y'all, it was so swollen. I didn't know what to fucking do. So I'm, I, I, I don't know what to make of this. Fillers, 
I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. I loved them for a long period of time when I had them, but I need to figure out what's going on with me. If I've got a cold, if I've got COVID, if I've got the flu, why they just keep popping up, swelling up. If you've got any idea why or if you've experienced this, please let me know in the reviews. It would be greatly appreciated. Um, um, I got microneedling on my face. If you're not familiar with that, basically they put a bunch of microneedles in your face, make all these um, little holes in your face. You're numb, so you don't feel it, but it causes an inflammation response and it forces your skin to reproduce collagen. So, you know, I've lost a lot of weight. I want to get the collagen going so my skin can be tighter and brighter. So my skin is a little textured right now, but um, that should resolve in a couple more days. I, I got that done like four or five days ago. So yeah, it was an experience. Definitely um, looking forward to my new skin, but I'm going to go on a break. And when I come back, we'll get into the episode. <laughs> Stay tuned. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, girls, I'm back. So I want to talk about grieving our past selves. I have talked a lot recently about my metamorphosis and evolving, but I, I want to talk more about what that looks like. So I have... I don't know if it's just something in the water or what's going on, but I, I've noticed that a lot of people are going through this or maybe I'm just becoming aware of it because I'm also on this journey. I don't fucking know. But it feels like there are a lot of us out there who feel like we're going through this death of an era, if you will, a, an ego death, if you want to call it. Um, it's just a different type of growth. You know, I, I, I thrive off of 
growing and learning new things. I, I'm, I'm a very curious person. I'm, I'm constantly looking for ways to better myself uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever. I'm, I, I like to learn. I like, I like to grow, you know. And that's the beauty of life. We're constantly growing and evolving um, as long as you allow space for that. So I had kind of been reflecting a lot on my life, who I was as an individual, uh, every facet of my life, my story, where I want to go, what I've put out into the world. And I, I kind of had like... Um, an existential crisis, a, a, a quarter-life crisis, if you will. I was spiraling. I pretty much took down most of my TikToks. I took down everything on Instagram. I deleted my highlights on Instagram. I, I, I did a lot. I did a lot of purging. And with that purging, I also was purging old ways of thinking and old habits and old ways of talking to myself. I'm really trying to learn how to talk better about myself or how to cut the negative thoughts out of my head pertaining to myself because I am my worst critic, hand down, hands down. And I'm doing, I'm doing a, a, a good job. I'm not perfect. It's, it's a process. I'm still learning, but um, I, I've really just been trying to evolve in every avenue of my life and you know if you're on a similar journey I am proud of you I, I am and it is difficult at times because there's habits that I, I want to fall back into and I'm like no you can't do that like you can't you can't go binging you can't um, say something like that you can't put this energy out there like for instance, I I don't know where this problem stems from. I'm not a psychologist, um, but I I've I've been having a lot of self awareness. I've been hyper self self aware, if you will, and I've just noticed a lot of um, quirks and ticks about myself and my personality and my delivery and things that I just want to nip in the bud. But like. I would always, like, for instance, like, if somebody were to be like, oh, did you hear this artist's song or did you listen to so-and-so's new album? And I'd be like, oh, yeah. And I, I, would, I would give an honest opinion, but there would, I would always insert some, like, but, you know, like, it was a great album, but um, I would have done this differently or, oh, it could have been, like, something like that, like, unnecessary, Unfucking necessary And I, I could tell it always would rub people the wrong way. It was like, I guess, kind of like pessimistic, if you will. Because it, it, it comes off, in my opinion now, looking back and thinking about every time I've done something like that or said something like that, it, it almost comes off like, oh, nothing's good enough, you know? And so I, I, I'm trying to nip things like that and, and, and just get it out of my head. Like, it, it's unnecessary. If it's not going to contribute to society or the conversation positively don't you know don't mention it now I'm I'm not a perfect person this is not me saying that I will never give a, a critique again because let's be real I'm a shady sassy bitch okay but um as far as like in, engaging in the real world in real time like I'm doing a, a better I'm doing my best to be a better person and to have better thoughts and conduct myself better 
Um, yeah, but in doing that, I've noticed in the past, especially in the past, there was other times I've tried to better myself and I took like these um, moments of solitude, these, these uh, periods of solitude. And I noticed that a lot of people started acting like, I think that I'm better than them or, oh, you think you're too cool? I'll say beep, beep, bop, boop, boop, boop. It's not even like that. That's, it, it's not at all like that. I used to be so available to people. I was spreading myself so thin and it's because I was insecure and I was doing any and everything to keep people around and to have a good time with people, but it, it was not benefiting me in the slightest. And so now I'm a bit of a recluse. I'm working on my music. I'm spending time with my family. I am just focused and in being the best that I can be. And that's my main focus and number one priority right now. So it, it's nothing personal. It, it's nothing with anybody else, but I digress. I, it, I, I have noticed the energy between or from other people. And, and in the past, someone dead ass told me that, oh, you, th you think you're better than us now? You think you're better than us now? And I'm like, bitch, no. Maybe that says a lot about you. Maybe you don't think you're good enough and you're feeling challenged by my new way of thinking, I guess. Like, I, I don't think I'm better than anybody, but I do think I'm better than somebody who is spreading themselves too thin, which was how I used to be. I'm not that person. I'm better than that, okay? I deserve better. I deserve to leave situations and people with peace. I deserve and I... I deserve much better for myself. And, and, and part of that is me learning self-respect, more res me learning how to respect myself more and my boundaries. And I, I'm just not available for the bullshit, but I'm in this like grieving period where I'm letting go of old ideas that I had, old ideals, old logics, old ways of thinking, old habits, old outlooks they've just expired their time has ran out with me it just doesn't serve where i want to be it doesn't serve my purpose and it's not feeding my soul so um it is it is hard sometimes though to think back because my intentions have always been pure my intentions have always been positive but um i, I wasn't looking back now I've, i'm not really satisfied with who i used to be and it is difficult to think like at that period of time, I was doing what I thought was my best and giving my best. And now I feel like a level of like sadness for that person, this old version of myself, because like, holy shit, I felt so lost. And now I'm having to get past that and, and evolve, if you will. It's a journey. It's, it's a journey. But I see a lot of people on similar journeys and yeah. It's definitely something. Yeah. But um, just keep growing, girls. That's all I can say. That's all I can keep doing. And we'll see what the future holds. I did do a Q&A on Instagram, and you girls submitted a lot of questions on TikTok to me. So I'm going to go on another break. And when I come back, I'm going to answer those questions. So don't go anywhere.
All right, girls, I'm back. Let's get into the Q&As. So Miss Petona, Petona Tuck asked, what is your favorite song at the moment? Mm, I don't know if I would say this is my favorite song, but it's the one I've been listening to probably the most. Uh, Drake and Lil Baby did a remake to the Bee Gees' Staying Alive, and so that's been like my gym song right now. It's pretty cute and gorgeous. Uh, Kate Spade 2.0 asked worse slash crazy hookups and plans for music in the future. So I did just buy a bunch of instrumentals. Stay tuned. I've got a little EP cooking up. More deets to arise in the future. Stay tuned for that. But... Worst hookup, mm. probably somebody puking in my lap, mm-hmm. yeah, and then wanting to proceed afterwards. This wasn't cute and gorgeous. <laughs> Alex Flores two two nine asked, "What equipment do you use for the podcast?" I am using a Sure SM seven B. I upgraded my life, my pussy. I'm, I've got a cloud lifter on it. And I'm using a PreSonus AudioBox USB 96. I have a few interfaces. Um, this is my old one, but all of this will sound great. Okay, so if you're thinking about it, maybe don't go big or go home. This is like one of the most expensive podcasting mics. You don't know how to do that. You don't. But the first equipment I used was Crash, Rockville or whatever the fuck it was. Garbage. Don't do that. But you, there's other there's options that are cheaper than this. If you're looking into podcasting, I don't know. But um Tay dot Holland asked, What are your feelings about having children? I want children one day. I do. I do. Um, but no time soon. Light Painter asked, How do you find your personal style? I I'm very picky, honestly. I'm very picky with patterns and colors. And I I know that sounds unbelievable because I've worn so many weird things. But like, for instance, I went through a period where I was obsessed with Duchess. Shut your whore mouth. Hush. Period. I went through this period where I was wearing a lot of Hawaiian shirts and like friends would try to buy me Hawaiian shirts and they were just ugly. It was just not cute and gorgeous. Um, and they'd be like, but, but you like Hawaiian shirts. And it was like very touristy, but like it has to be tastefully done. But I don't know. I don't really like, I'm not the type of person that like sits and scrolls and like screenshots clothing and stuff and, and, and um, takes inspiration from other things. I don't, I don't really know how I would how I would describe my personal style anyways. I just a lot of black, kind of like I guess like a little a little scene ish but flamboyant and LGBT and colorful but old lady at the same time. I don't fucking know. My style is all over the place and I don't even know how I came to be it. It just it just it's just me, okay, bitch. It's a little eclectic like everything else in my life. Um, 
Riley underscore mad 10 getting into your first relationships and things you need to know, please. Okay. So getting into a relationship, it is best practice to lay all the cards on the table. What are your kinks? What are your turn ons, turn offs? How do you feel spiritually? Are you religious? Do you want children? Where do you want to be in five years? Do Are you into monogamy? Are you into having multiple partners? Everything. Lay it all out on the table. Have those uncom- uncomfortable conversations early on so that there's no heartbreak. You don't, you don't want to deal with um, months down the road, you're realizing that that person is not faithful because they, you know, they want their cake and they want to eat it too. And you're a monogamous, old-fashioned type of gal like me. Um, but... Lay those cards out on the table. Make sure that you have those conversations. Make sure y'all are on the same page. I'm, I, people don't have to be the same. You don't have to have the same ways of thinking. But like when it comes to a relationship, your boundaries and the dynamic, y'all need to be on the same page about where you are, who you are, and what you want from each other. Your expectations, if you will. Adriana Flowers asked, how to get through a breakup with someone you still love? That's a tough one because here you are still hung up on this person you wanted things to work and for one reason or another they're walking out of your life you have two options either you can reflect on where things went wrong and if you recognize that you have some fault in it and very well you probably do um recognize those faults and work on them work on do some shadow work be realistic with yourself be real kind of like where i'm at right now i i've been doing i've been going through this ego death this um i've been having all these self-realizations a lot of patterns and habits that i don't want to bring into any future relationship or in the current ones that i have i don't want to continue on those patterns um be realistic with yourself own up and and work on those issues um but if this person is just trash and they cheated on you or they weren't good to you or whatever some other instance then maybe look at the situation like well shit there's better bigger and better out there for me if if we're not going to be together there's better out there for me so that's just the way you got to think about it um let's see Mydesha asked, what ruins a conversation for you? Mm. I can't stand a me too ass bitch. I definitely relate with other people and they'll tell their stories and I'll, you know, be like, oh, um, I, I, that reminds me of this one time, like, blah, 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 blah. That's, this is how everybody does. We, we all like, oh, me too. But like anybody who, it just it feels like they're constantly trying to like one up you with their traumas or their their um, life experiences or it just feels like they're constantly trying to compete with you for one reason or another. That's a conversation killer. I I, I can't. Um, my Deja also asked, "What is the dumbest thing you've done to impress someone?" Um, you know. I've never really played the game. I really haven't. I wear my heart on my sleeve. What you see is what you get. That's actually it's actually something I, uh, you know, in my purging, in my ego death, or in my transitional period that I'm in right now. 
I am really working on saying less, explaining uh, less of myself, if you will, um, and playing the game, I guess. But I've, I've never really been the type to play the game. I've never went out of my way to put on a show for a, a guy. I've never... I guess the most I've done is like get overly ready and prepared for someone who just wasn't worth my time. But I've never really like put myself in an um, uncomfortable position or something to, you know, impress somebody. But, um, huh, maybe in the future I'll play the game a little more. I don't know. Um, Okay, period, 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 period. A lot of questions about my weight, okay. Andrew Tate. Ew, so many questions about Andrew Tate. I'm so happy he's getting, or is, has been deplatformed. Any man who tunes into that horse shit, run, girls. If your man has ever said something like, oh, he's got a good point, bye. Bye, toodles, toxic. Going back to something that'll kill a conversation. I can't stand a bitch. She's like, I'm a toxic person. I'm, I'm toxic. I'm a toxic bitch. Grow the fuck up. Um, <laughs> la, 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 la. Uh, my papo, 26. M-M-A-P-L, 26. Favorite thing to do for self-care? I love to go to a spa and get a massage. Yep. Uh, Jordan dot Cowell asked, or Cowell, C O U L L, how to be your own best friend and love yourself. It is a it's a challenge sometimes, but you have to recognize that you are an individual, and that's what makes you beautiful, and that's what makes us all so unique. So when you stop comparing yourself or stop saying, "Well, you know, I'm not as good as this person," or "I'm not." you know, playing the comparison game. Once you stop doing that, and you're like, well, I am unique and special because I am me and I'm one of a kind. And you spend more time with yourself. You enjoy some solitude and you have these self-realizations. Um, you'll start to realize that, you know, I'm the shit, bitch. Like I'm doing the damn thing. Get up, put yourself first and, Start your day off right, and then over time, you'll be like, you know what? I'm a bad bitch, and I'm doing it, okay? Um, mm, let's see. A lot of these are the same. Okay, Miss Hypers underscore VV. How to tell if you are the drama? Hmm. We're all capable of being the drama, but if you are constantly being met with certain roadblocks or, you know, dealing with the same similar situation again and again and again, maybe have a conversation with yourself and recognize your faults because nobody's perfect. We all got them. Um, Regina Marie asked how to know if you're codependent or just in a happy relationship um well i guess at, you know when you're apart from this person like if you're feeling like oh my god i i have to be with this person my day is going to shit without this person or my day's not cute and gorgeous without this person then that's codependency but 
if y'all just so happen to really love each other and want to spend every waking moment together and it just is what it is, then I don't really think that's codependent. You probably might just be in a happy relationship. But if y'all's time apart when you're at work and you feel like you're in shambles and you just don't know what to do with yourself or you don't know how to act or move without that person present, then you're probably codependent. Yeah. Um, Marissa Hudson, what's the worst review you had on season one? I'm going to be honest. The reviews were great. There were a handful. There were some that definitely made me aware of some things like I have a problem with doing the tongue pop, you know, and I'm trying to not do that as much. And season one, some of the first episodes, like me and Tasia were like coughing and hacking and snorting and like it just was not cute at all. So if, I did see in the very beginning some comments about that and it, it definitely immediately I saw them and I was like, okay, bitch. We got to work on this. Uh, other than that, like the reviews for the most part were great. Um, uh, there's been like a reoccurring bad review of like, oh, the episodes are not long enough and there's too many ads. But I've listened to a lot of podcasts and we have less ads than a lot of podcasts I listen to. We do like two to four ads per episode. It's how we pay our bills. It's how we keep the show going. And yeah. Um, it, it it just is what it is. But yeah, I didn't really have that many bad reviews. Thank you and God bless. Um Natalie Slayer asked, starting your own business, trade, career without college degree. You do not have to have a degree. You don't you do not have to go to school to be successful. Some people do, and that's great if that's if, you, if that feels right to you, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to go to college. You don't have to go to school. You don't have to do a trade or any of that. I mean, I'm out here doing the damn thing myself. I live by the beat of my own drum and I just did it. I, I believed in myself. I started putting myself out there and it resonated. It's not perfect. Um, it's a lot of trial and error. You got to learn a lot of things along the way, but just fucking do it. You got an idea. You got a a goal. Shoot for the fucking stars. Put put the ball in motion, okay? And it'll either work and catch or it won't. Um. Yeah, I that's that's that'll do it. Uh, I appreciate all of you girls for tuning in. Thank you, and thank you for asking me all these questions. I love y'all so much, and. Make sure you're subscribed and make sure those notifications are on. I'll see you next Thursday. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.